0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host Ellie Lee. And I'm
1: your host Danny Molly.
0: And today me and Danny are t- are going to talk about something really relevant that's been occurring for me physically. Yeah. I feel like for you definitely emotionally. Yeah. Um ego deaths. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um. I think for me, it started when we went on vacation three weeks ago. Here's another thing. I have realized Same. that there's no such thing as vacation. It's um. when you go to where you're going, what are you going to learn? <laughs> Is what <laughs> how a vacation. are you going to be challenged? Yeah. How are you going to be challenged? Um, yeah. And I realized before it used to be vacation was because I was just numbing everything and escaping. So that's why I was a vacation. But anyways, um yeah, I mean I think we should definitely talk about our experience of going to this music festival though you went to yeah uh, for 3 days. Um Danny loves this group called Above and Beyond.
1: Yeah, r- been really into this uh genre of music, uh electronic dance music and them in particular this artist they've got a strong inf- uh focus and influence of love um and all about unity. So the combination of going to these these music shows and music festivals that are based all around like love and unity um, combined with like this electronic dance music it, it really it really did it for me mm-hmm. for a long time and um, there was this all the people that are part of this particular um, like that like to go to these shows they call it the Anjuna family because uh, their record label is called Anjuna And whenever I this is the third time I've been to this festival. And as you after you get your barcode on your your wristband or whatever, you walk in, there's a big sign that says, Welcome home, I'm Juno family. And in the past, it's always really like lit me up. And I would walk in and I would read those words and I'd be like, Oh, I'm at home, I'm with my people. I would feel a sense of belonging. I would feel my heart open. Um, and it was such a, like, it's such a beautiful experience. I get to meet like-minded people, make all these connections, uh, and just let loose and have fun for the weekend. Mm -hmm. But this time it was a little different. I walked into the sign after been doing this work for, you know, a couple of years now, and I didn't feel that heart expansion. I was like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. And as we moved through the weekend, it was very clear to me that I just I wasn't in this place anymore, where I needed a, a festival. I needed other people, the connection from other people, the state of mind that you get in, the freeness of a festival, to have that sense of belonging, to have feel that love. I didn't need that anymore, and this was something that I definitely gravitated towards because it it filled me up inside Mm -hmm. and then going through that and seeing seeing everything and seeing that this thing wasn't filling me up anymore and I kind of feel like I've elevated out of that and that's not to say there's anything wrong with that if anybody enjoys going to these shows or any shows for that matter but it was the attachment that I had which really filled me up which had been healed now and then I had to grieve the loss of that old version of me. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole process of death.
0: Yeah. You cried a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I've never, I'm i am not, you know, a fan of this group or anything. But when I went a year ago with you, I was still on antidepressants and like, I just had a really like fun time. I couldn't, you know, the antidepressants really numbed me out. And then now a year later going off of them, man, was it interesting. I. Could just feel everybody's sadness, and it was bringing up obviously a trigger's mine too, right? If I didn't have it in there, I couldn't be able to feel it as as deeply as I did. And I think watching everyone, what I what what I found myself tearing up with was how disconnected people felt and like how this was a way for them to connect to themselves. And this was a way for them to escape from whatever they're dealing with internally, externally. And this was the time to just like let loose, to feel connection, to feel love. And there was like one day, I think it was the second day of the festival when you and I were sitting and it was at a gorgeous venue called the gorge in Seattle. It's like literally in the middle of a Canyon and we're sitting at the top and like in this like beautiful, you know, scenic nature and with all these people And I just remember like starting to cry and like getting really emotional. And I'm like, man, like this is the sentiment of the entire world. You know, this disconnection, this sadness, this wanting to escape. And I found myself just wanting to leave because of what it was bringing up Mm -hmm. in me and then what I was feeling in other people. And then also grieving like the fact that I'm too sensitive (laughs) to walk into a venue of 30,000 people like- after that festival, my nervous system ha- was on fire, like yeah. fried. I couldn't stop shaking. And I'm grieving too in, in a different way with you of like the things that I used to do, I can no longer do those things anymore. And it's getting more and more intense. So the ego death doesn't just stop at the festival. It's it's really come in many different forms and aspects mm-hmm. in both of our individual lives
1: yeah i mean last year definitely i i could feel it same like i could really feel <clears throat> being a hsp highly sensitive like i could feel what i was taking on and like the the energetic side to things but this year it was like it was a whole different ball game it's mm-hmm. like a full week of going to the ocean every day doing this deep work clearing healing any of the powerlessness wounds that were showing up because it just felt like there was so much energy so much density that i'd kind of taken away and kind of brought with me back home that i needed to to process and work through and i'm at a place now where i love myself enough not to do that Um, and we use the word can't like oh i can't do that anymore and this is what i've been saying but it it's not, I can't from a powerless place. It's not, oh, I can't handle this. It's a, I can't do this because yeah. it's not in alignment with the path that I'm on that right now. And yeah, yeah, there might be little elements of powerlessness that play in there. But for the most part, it's the way that I feel. And I know this is the same for you. It's like, oh, I'm the, the consequences to going to something like this, where I'm at right now in my life the amount of clearing and processing of like other people's energies that I have to do now longer becomes worth it. It's not the enjoyment that one would experience going to one of these things. And then all of the work that needs to be done to kind of clear all the energies, it becomes at least I can speak for myself, it becomes like not worth it anymore, like the consequences, uh, they kind of outweigh the the reward. So and everyone's journey with that is gonna be different. And and some people who are less sensitive, fantastic. Like if you can go to these shows and still enjoy it, I'm not trying to like shame or judge or wrong anything, which that was a whole process which we can go into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that the whole idea of like when we say like, oh, I can't, it's just accepting the fact that we're both very sensitive beings and that there are consequences to putting ourselves in places like that.
0: Yeah, and I feel like this is like the theme of all of the egoic deaths that I've had in the last four weeks is I'm trying, this is the vision I always get. I'm trying to fit my circle into a square and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to jam it in and it's not fitting. And I keep refusing to accept the fact that it's not fitting. And my egoic death was after we came from the festival and hanging out with our beautiful friends and all this stuff there's this part of me that isn't the real me that just wants to be normal and just wants to do normal things and just wants to have fun right. and like, just wants to live a very superficial life. And after I came back from the festival and my nervous system and everything, I, all of like the, the, the programs of like terror and dread and fear that were left in there all came up to the surface. And I, just could understand that I needed to let this version of me die with grace and love. And that's not easy to do because I can still I could still feel this part of me wanting to hang on and cling on for dear life in the moment that I was like, Ellie, let it be. Um, there was a lot of grieving in that and yeah. I had to really open to the grieving of it and it's, it's this it, this is this is what I've been moving through is just letting what needs to go go with love. Honoring with a capital H that this version of you, right, that isn't even the real you, it's an egoic version of you, was there to serve you in the seasons that they that she was there to serve you. And now she needs to go. And on Tuesday or a Monday, I started feeling physically sick. And then the next thing I knew, I was like mentally and emotionally in like a whirlwind of pain. And I found myself, I pulled over at a gas station. I just started crying and I started crying and I just couldn't stop crying. And I dropped in and I opened and I connected to my soul. And I was like, what's going on here? And all I could feel was you're dying right now. And it was a physical death. I could physically feel myself shedding mm. and all I could feel was just open And have so much love for yourself as you say goodbye. And I came home after I spent some time at the gas station just surrendering. And I saw you and you kind of looked at me and you embraced me. And I knew energetically you knew what was going on with me Mm -hmm. without even me saying anything. And And then the most beautiful part was at the same time, another colleague of ours who's a coach texted me because she could feel what I was moving through. And so it was like, That's this. Wild. yeah, everybody knew that I was moving through this death. And all you kept saying to me was like, just surrender to what is right now. And my body was shaking. I was like jerking all over the place. Like I was weeping in a way that it was just like, it was just coming out of me. I could feel all this energy in my throat. And it was like all of this powerlessness, this weakness. I spent the last like month, like really avoiding and like running that program of like, not wanting to do the work. Like, I just want to be normal. I just want to go mm. out. I just want to go on vacation. I just want to party. I just want to do all of these things that I, that I can't, I cannot can no longer do. I really can't. And I'm not saying that from I literally, I just can't, I can't hang anymore in like the way that my ego wants me to. And it's like, it's been this refusal, even with food, Like I'm so sensitive to food now. Everything hurts my stomach and I keep refusing to accept the fact that I can't eat 80% of the food I used to eat. And so I'll keep like abusing myself and hurting myself. And it's like, I've been in this energy of like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And then on Monday it was like, let it die. And then, yeah, you moved me through like this beautiful, like what I felt like you were channeling was just this beautiful, like surrender surrender let it shed let it die and Mm -hmm. open and love yourself through this and that's what i had to do for hours and hours and hours
1: yeah it was coming through yeah Uh, i could feel that it was like it it, it was like the the river the the dam was breaking down and there was all of this all of this stuff that you've been holding back yeah that you were avoiding it was and it was finally like no your soul, your soul is ready to like, let that go. Let that part of you die or you were ready. Yeah. And uh, all you have to do in that moment is surrender to it. When that part of you is dying, just allow it to die and come back to your heart. Because what's actually dying is just a part of your shadow. Yeah. But because we get so attached to that part of us that we think is us, when it dies, we have to grieve it. It's painful because we've spent 30, 40, 50, however many years attached to this thing, thinking that that's what we are. And then when we do this deep work and we start to heal enough to allow these layers of our ego to die, we really have to grieve. And I could really feel I knew exactly what you were moving through because I've moved through very similar things. Uh, I could feel you. I could feel that, yeah, you were just ready to shed that layer.
0: Yeah. And when we talk about surrender, we're not talking about it from a like affirming, conceptual mind way. Like, I'm surrendering, I'm surrendering, I'm surrendering. No, it's being in the energetics of what it really means. Like, feel into the word surrender. Like, feel the energy of surrender. That's what we need to embody as we let this part of us shed, as we let this part of us die. And that's what I was really moving through. And I kept working with the ways of oneness of like, I'm the way of surrender. I'm the way of connection. I'm the way of unconditional love as I move through this. And I just remember like ever since that death on Monday, what I've been doing literally has I've just been running. I I I got to this place in my journey where I was like, I'm so sick of feeling everything. I was so, I just didn't want to do it. So like, I just kept avoiding, I kept avoiding. And every time pain would come up, I would just, I would hate it. You know, I was moving through that. and it This is what, the journey is never going to look like. It's always going up, right? And even the downs are not downs, right? And anyway, so during this death, I saw this version of me and I knew that what my soul was saying was, you can where you're headed right now. We can't do this anymore. We can't be this version. We can't have the shadow self taking over and completely running the show. This is why it needs to go. And since Monday, I have been dedicated. I've been in a different energy of, oh, Mm -hmm. it's time. So like I'll wake up and whatever I feel, I'll just go into it and all day i'll start like recognizing and honoring all the programs and the best of my ability i'm just dropping in all the time and i'm journaling and i'm getting curious again and it's like here it is ellie this is exactly the momentum we need to go on because at the end of the day who is getting affected by the fact that i'm avoiding me like i'm swirling back into all of the the self-hatred the self-judgment the self-abandonment all and it's abuse at the end of the day when you neglect yourself it is self-abuse and My body was screaming at me. Everything was shouting and I was refusing to listen. And it was until this death happened where I was like, okay, I hear you. I got you. Let's do this.
1: And what version you said, like this version of myself, what was that version?
0: Just a really weak version of me, a weak version of me that like doesn't want to take responsibility. Really like a young kid Mm -hmm. doesn't want to take responsibility, even like a young teen. A lot of ages showed up. Trust me. Um, not taking responsibility over myself
1: what kind of programs were like in there causing you to not take responsibility
0: um a lot of victim consciousness a lot of victim like i found myself a lot during that time being like nobody understands my pain nobody gets my pain nobody knows how hard it is for me like people have it so much easier than me and then i would believe that and then that would keep me trapped right? Mm -hmm. Or I would get lost in my programs, like my programs would take over. And I could feel the moment where I was like, you can catch this right now and alchemize it. But then I'd be like, no, what's the point? You know, what's the point? Your like journey is so long, you have so much to do. So then I would give into the programs they would take over. So a lot of powerlessness, victim, I disempowered myself so much. I let the mental programs completely take over of like, um, you're not advancing, nothing's happening, you're not growing, you're always going to be like this, you're always, you're always going to be stuck. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. And then I would give in to that. So it was a hodgepodge of a mess is what it was.
1: <laughs> and what was the, like, the turning point of you arriving at this place ready to let this version, this victim, the powerlessness, to let that die?
0: I think it was we had spent the weekend with a bunch of friends of ours and these people are like the epitome of what my ego wants to be. Right. Which is just loads of friends, loads of plans, you know, like always busy, busy always yeah. on the go, like super popular with everybody. You know, everybody loves them and spending the time with them. I could feel like this part of me just being like, see that. That's that's what we should be. That's what we should want. That's what we. That's that. That's it. That's it. That's it. And then I coming home and just feeling like all of my stuff, like feeling the loneliness, feeling all of that. And I think the combination of those two, like just like beautifully smashed together. Mm. And then the next morning was the beginning of the death mm. of like Ellie. It's beautiful, and that's beautiful for them. But you know, deep down in your soul, you're not here to do any of that. You're here to go on this path and you can keep fighting it or you can embrace it and walk in baby. And I chose the latter, and I know that I'll have to keep choosing that just because I had this ego death doesn't mean I'm levitating off the sky and all of a sudden lights shooting out of my eyeballs. You know, it's like, now here's the next level.
1: Yeah. It's layers. And when we say the term, you know, like ego death, it's not like your entire ego. were, We're saying like, you know, it's layers of this, which we're shedding back. Um, and these things do they come in they come in waves um we hit a certain place and then that part of us that we've been so attached to dies and mm-hmm.
0: I also think my body I've been going through so much physical turmoil with my body and my body was at a point where I was like the the pain that I've been feeling physically has been so intense has been so unfair it has not been right mm. and I keep avoiding that and I think, the night before it was just done. I was at, it was at peak's end. yeah, And that's when I knew too, like everything, everything is asking you to go and step up.
1: It's been really interesting as your partner to, um, you know, over the last year, feel the times where you do avoid, um, and like not to, as your partner, not to become the coach you yeah. know, um, and kind of pull you up on it, not to be the parent, which, you know, that will just bring an awful dynamic into any relationship if we're treating our partner like a child. Mm-hmm. So to just honor, like, the journey that you're on to recognize, oh, I, I can clearly see that you're avoiding what it is that, you know, you're triggered in right now. Uh, and obviously, it's not all the time, like, you know, it's obviously clearly doing the work. um, But the reason why I bring this up is to feel that shift i could feel a shift in you in this last week mm-hmm. of the way that you were talking about the the amount of responsibility that, and ownership mm. um that you were stepping into i could feel it in you that something had shifted shifted into this place where instead of just trying to make it through the programs and everything and you know Ellie came off antidepressants this year Mm -hmm. that she'd been on for 20 years, which is a huge, huge, huge feat. And so, I mean, this past year has been you just processing Mm -hmm. all of the the pain that has been with coming off those things. And there's been, I think, so much of it. It's probably made (laughs) you feel very helpless and hopeless and powerless, right? And finally, now you've moved through all of that and found your power in in allowing all of that to kind of like process through now you've arrived. And I really feel that you have arrived and will continue to arrive at a place where you are powerful and you are searching for, okay, I'm ready to go in. I feel I'm triggered. I want to go into it. I want to go. I don't want to avoid. I want to honor what's going on inside of me and I want to heal it.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's interesting because since I've made that shift, I'm even more acutely aware of like every moment that I'm triggered Mm. and like what the programs are and like the great thing about it now is like, I'm just getting more curious, you know, and I think the curiosity too is a great, um, energetic detachment from the programs. Cause now it's not like, Oh my God, why is this happening to me? It's like, Oh, there that is. Mm -hmm. And that really hurts. And let's get curious about what this all is. Mm -hmm. And I think approaching it that I'll, I'll, the more and more I approach it in that way, like I want to enjoy the journey. Cause yes, pain sucks and it does not feel good. And when I say enjoy, I don't mean like, you know, some sadistic, like I love pain, but like, I mean it in the way where it's like, how can I move, I'm gonna, I have to move through this. So instead of coming into this of like, this sucks and I hate this, how can I move through this with, all right, this is here, let's do it. And in a different kind of energy and that shift alone has helped me, even though it's still painful, um, has helped me look at this journey differently. And I know that will get deeper and deeper Mm. and better and better.
1: It's that, I always talk about the scales, it's that scales tipping like you're arriving more at that tipping point where the amount of internal energetic power that you have is starting to meet um the the disempowerment that's in there or the addiction to the mind or the addiction to the shadow self Mm -hmm. and when that that point happens where we've built up enough internal power we then get like oh cool i'm triggered right now like This is a chance for me to go find another part of me. This is awesome.
0: Yes. And I think the past month when I was like, you know, doing all the shenanigans of avoiding, I couldn't remember who I was. I couldn't, I couldn't, I wasn't allowing myself to connect to my power. Right. So, which meant that, well, if you're not going to do that, you're just going to get lost in the sea of all the programming. Right. And so that's been really huge for me. Is like when the programs run, I'll take this moment and be like, all right, programs are running connect, connect. And it's like that helps me so much too Um, because everything's a choice. Mm. It all comes down to what will you choose for yourself in this moment right now, right? And even if you choose the – because, you know, even in the last three days that, you know, I've been having the shift, there are moments where, like, I'll find myself, like, the programs will take over and then I'll shame myself for doing that. And then I'll have to catch myself for shaming myself and going, let me love the shame because it's okay, Ellie, you're never going to land a triple axle every single time. Yeah. Like, And how can you love yourself when you do slip and fall on the ice? Like what it comes down to is love and that's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, oh, what was I going to go into? And th- after
0: this? Yeah. And thank you for, you know, being the pillar, you know, Danny and I are opposites in a, in every single way. And if, if there's an opposite to this, it's that you always go into your stuff.
1: <laughs> Not always, but mostly. I
0: mean, you you rarely yeah, avoid.
1: I, f- I think it's fascinating.
0: Yeah, he thinks it's fascinating. Yeah. Which is fascinating in itself. Yeah. So I have this person that I live with, that I work with, constantly doing the opposite of what I'm doing, you know, which is also triggering in itself.
1: Yeah, for me, when I go in, and it's, I crossed that threshold a while ago, it, it it's like i experience the pain the emotional pain and the turmoil of what's going on but at the same time i'm like i'm fine with it it's yeah. like it, it it's it, it's hard to explain it's like it doesn't it's painful but but i'm not resisting the pain i'm i'm able to just open to it and at the same time i'm feeling the pain i'm also feeling like the love and the i'm sure everyone understands like uh might understand this reference when you like sat on a plane for Six hours, mm-hmm. and then you finally get to like stand up and stretch and go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and walk. Like it's a little uncomfortable, but oh, it feels really good. Like mm. when you've been in this position for so long, and then you finally get to like, oh, yeah. To me, that's kind of like what it's like. It's like, oh, I finally realized I've been holding on to this thing, and now I get to like open and let it go. And yes, the process might be a little painful but at the same time you feel the pain it's you also feel like the release the openness the expansion the love the joy the peace the the beautiful sensations that come with the healing that's what i experience and, and i'm sure that's why i avoid less i'm sure if, if it was uh, roles reversed um you know i would avoid more yeah because yeah. there
0: was this one time where you did remember you tapped into what i was moving <laughs> yeah. through and you were like i don't know how you do that I was like yeah man is it's dark <laughs> it's dark
1: i it felt like a vice grip around my heart and it took me like a day or two to clear it it was awful yeah And there was a lot of a lot of heaviness a lot of heaviness
0: and and that's what you know what you want to reiterate is like no journey looks the same no you know it's all unique so if you ever find yourself comparing or all this stuff, it's like you're, you're, you know, you're disgracing your divinity and your path and your journey. And like, I've done that a lot with Danny of like, why can't, you know, it's like Ellie it's different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So honor what, what's yours.
1: And in the, in the long run, and it's, it's going to be interesting to have this conversation in a few years when we're both further along this path. Cause the amount of power that is in there, that is hidden, that you're finding is going to be insane. It's, it's far beyond anything that I could ever comprehend. Um, so as a, as a coach, and as a, a light and as a, a healer, in this work, like the amount of power that you'll be able to pull from is insane. And so sometimes the longer the harder paths, yes, they are more difficult. But they, there's always a gift there's always a gift in everything. And when we heal, it allows us to actually see the gift and not look through those eyes of the victim to look through divine eyes. Mm. And and that comes from connecting with your heart.
0: Yeah. And being the way of patience, you know, I think so many people on this path is like, I just want to get to the finish line. I just want to heal. I just want to know everything. I just, I want it to be done. Mm. And it's like, man, you know, it's always that example of like, you know, if you want to climb a mountain and you just take an elevator to the mountain, it's not going to feel that good when you're at, you know, at the top, you're like, all right, this is great, but I didn't have to work that much to get here. But when you trek and you camp and you cut your needs up or whatever, and then you get to that, it's, you'll look down on the journey and go, man, like, look at what I did to get to the top. And it's like, I I call, I call in the way of patience a lot, a lot. Um, so yeah.
1: Yeah. I was definitely back in 2021 when I did this, (laughs) ayahuasca retreat i did um that was what kept on coming through it's before i started any of this work and it was my just all of the control programs around my healing and the powerlessness that i was feeling and it was really blocking me from actually healing because i was so focused on getting to the end yeah Uh, but that was because i was in pain and you know that is the powerlessness. When we're in so much pain, we want to get to the end. Yeah. When we're disconnected from our power, we want to get to the end. Right. We don't want to feel our pain. Mm-hmm. But the more that we find that power within, the more than it's like, okay, I can handle emotional pain because it's just energy. It's that's all that it is. And yes, it may feel uncomfortable in the human form, but your heart everyone's heart has the power to feel that energy, to feel that pain. And when we do, when we feel it from our heart center, that's where the alchemy happens and it gets transmuted back to love because that is what we are.
0: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, when the pain shows up, how will you nurture it? How will you love it? Because it's a part of you and that is self-love.
1: And it was so beautiful watching you go through all of this the day before Lionsgate. So for anyone... At home who's listening that doesn't know what Lionsgate is. just Google it real quick. and it really high energy day, which was on Tuesday, eight eight this year. And all of this happened on Monday mm-hmm. July not July, August seventh. yeah, and so it was like talk about divine timing. It was like seeing this old version of you like die and you're moving through all of this and grieving this part of you that has kept you kind of in this disempowered um weak weaker state yeah to then watch you then step more into your power um for a8 for this portal of um of creating a new a
0: new you
1: man always comes and kicks my ass yeah I remember Lionsgate last year. Oh my and god! Last year, last year, uh, it was the first time I felt like the collective energies like really felt like one of these like energetic days. You know, full moons are obviously one which comes around every month. The solstices. The, the equinox like all these are like very high energy days but i'd never really felt one until last year after i've been doing this work for around like eight nine ten months and uh let me tell you i i've been i'm feeling it even more this year and i know yeah. that will continue and continue
0: yeah so for anyone out there you know i, I made a um, couple of videos on social media of this egoic death and man mad people were like me 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 yeah. me 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 So if you're moving through this, the one thing that I would love to offer you is just move through it with so much love and grace, as much honoring as you can with an open heart and just let this part of you like, goodbye, thank you. And goodbye, because the next level of you is awaiting with open arms. And um, yeah, I think, too, I'm just learning how to surrender more and more to like this life. You know, do
1: you mean like this life yeah. as in like the path that you're on? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I, you and I had a conversation today where I was like, I don't want more challenges. And you were like, that's the problem, man. Like, <laughs> Embrace the challenges. I was like, oh, that's right. So that was the the dis- this, the powerlessness program the powerlessness. coming up in that moment. And it's like, yeah, let's just move because life will throw you constantly, constantly, constantly. So How can we just love ourselves through it all?
1: And it's okay to not want to constantly, you know, go through it or constantly be challenged. But challenges are coming. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, that's part of life. Our souls come here to grow. Mm -hmm. So we can either move through it with grace or we can suffer through it and we can resist it and then it will show up in our lives and as disease or -hmm. or whatever else. Yeah. And, uh, I know which one I'd rather, And it's just easy. I feel like it's easier to just accept the path that you're on, which is something that you and I are constantly working on, especially like to really accept how sensitive we are and respect those sensitivities in the world that um is very stimulating and there's a lot of interesting vibrations out there Mm -hmm. um i mean for me alcohol this was one of like the big things that i was working on a few years ago was like i was so attached to that part of me Mm -hmm. and learning to let that go Mm -hmm. and let that version of me go it was a challenge
0: yeah and you did it yeah and you did it yep so move through it all guys with so much honoring grace for self.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for making it this far and listening. And if you've been going through an egoic death, all the power and love to you. Mm-hmm. And um, if you've enjoyed this and you know, someone who might benefit from listening to us to talk about our ego deaths and they've been struggling through this eight, eight portal, send it to him because <laughs> the more people that listen to this, the The more this is liked and shared, um, it really helps us out to put on this free content for everybody. Um, and thank you so much for listening.
0: Yeah. And if you ever want to work with us, you can set up a free call with us at mastersofselfuniversity.com. And we love you all. Until next time, we'll see you guys then. Thanks. Bye.